I'm beginning to wonder whether the government may have made a rod for its own back over the fuel tax cuts. So if you'll remember, they amounted to almost 30% a litre. So that was about, I think, 25 cents plus the GST component made it about 29 cents a litre, making a huge difference to what people were paying at the pump. So yesterday's big news, the news that everyone had been waiting for, being the much-anticipated announcement on inflation and where it was going to be, and while it was tantalisingly close to 7%, it came in at slightly under at 6.9%, which was about half a point better than the more pessimistic predictions of economists. Still, it's the biggest jump, uh, the biggest inflation has been for over 30 years. Sometimes, you know, I'm not, I'm not actually that sure whether the public pay a lot of attention to details such as whether inflation is 6.9% or 7%. What we notice is the price we pay for goods and services, whether it be at the supermarket, our shopping mall, or at the petrol pump. So when it comes to the petrol pump, Grant Robertson, along with economists, has suggested that it was the government's cut to fuel taxes that took effect uh, mid-March that the difference between that 6.9%. In fact, that's what he said. I think it's he said. Kind of ironic language around inflation and the argy-bargy between Robertson and Luxon. So the, the, the comments generally coming from the government and Grant Robertson is that it's Inflation is a result of the global and supply chain issues and nothing whatsoever to do with them. And yet, in the next breath, Grant Robertson is saying, well, you know, if it hadn't been for us, it would have been higher. Fuel tax, eh, get it? So it begs the question, what's the future of the fuel tax? I filled my car up yesterday, and then as with, you know, almost every time I look at the price, I think, thank goodness for that uh, government fuel tax cut, or it wouldn't be looking too pretty. It's one of the most regular reminders that the public have of the cost of living as we drive past those petrol price signs. Whether or not we're pulling in to fill them up, we see them all over the place. Um, even so, it's worth, notice, worth noting that we are still way more expensive than some other uh, markets. Uh, probably the worst example is the USA, where it's still way cheaper than what we pay for it here, but that's, that's never going to change. But getting back to the point, apparently there is something the government can do Grant Robertson told us, and he's given us the perfect example with a fuel tax reducing the inflation. So how on earth are they ever going to raise it again? Is this something that they're simply going to have to keep on because it's one demonstration of somewhere where the government is sacrificing its own coffers for the sake of ordinary New Zealanders who are feeling under so much pressure in almost every aspect of their spending? That then leads to the question around public transport, because remember those prices were chopped in half to accompany the fuel tax cut. So what's the future of that? Then there's the, the devil of the issue of climate change, because as we know, petrol-driven cars are the devil. But as long as we rely on them, then the government's going to be caught between a rock and a hard place. So if you consider the future of this tax alongside the future of the government, whose fortunes have been on the slide in recent polling, I think it's going to be a pretty tough sell any time before the election to uh, reintroduce those petrol taxes. Megan Woods says that, uh, I think the quote is, we, can, we are continuing to monitor the situation given the volatility um, of global oil markets. Well, I would say that the situation that they'll be monitoring will be the polls. And that alone will determine the future of the price of fuel and the tax. So I reckon pre-election... Those fuel tax cuts, they're here to stay.